Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. With Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And here we are again. We're going to have a great show today. We've got a very special guest in studio with us. But actually, Denise, I think I say that about everybody, don't I? They're all pretty special, too. You know, and we've been so blessed by having a long string of just very excellent guests in today, for sure. So uh, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and this is Second Half Now. And we call it a radio show for boomers and beyonders. This is where we discuss the things that matter to us in this 50-plus generation. So, uh, Denise, good to see you again. This is uh, like about uh, our almost, we're pushing 70 shows here pretty soon. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thank you. And I bet you have a good word for us I for do. today. I do have a good word. In fact, I'm feeling um, the weight of this word. The word is strength. And it's a weighty word, not only because somebody with a lot of strength probably has a lot of weight, but I'm thinking about it in terms of um, our guest today and the work that he does helping people find and fulfill their calling and utilizing their gifts and their strengths. But I'm also thinking about, um, about how it is that God brings our strengths out of us, how he works with us. And so the reason why that's weighty for me is I'm thinking about Moses and how right from the beginning people saw him as very different, very, his, he was a beautiful child and, and uh, he had all kinds of, of strengths and then he was raised in a very powerful place. But in the end, he used those strengths and murdered a man. So it's, it's, we've got to be thinking about how we use our strengths and what that actually means to be followers of Christ. And our guest today is going to help us with that. And so we will uh, be looking to him to answer some questions as to how we find the balance between our God-given strengths, but also knowing that where we are weak, he is strong. Mm. That reminds me of a scripture passage that I'll probably save till a little bit later in the show when we get more into that subject. But it is so important for us to talk about this, Denise, and thank you for that word for today. Because when, uh, let's go back to the story of Moses. I mean, here, uh, you know, he was rescued. He was put in the bulrushes, and the princess picks him up and raises him in the palace, and then he goes and kills a guy, fast-forwarding on this story. But that wasn't the end of Moses, even though he he had to leave um, the kingdom there, the empire. Uh, But that was part of his journey. Ty used the word journey in a little bit of our pre-show conversation. We're going to introduce him in just a minute. So, um, And it's so important for us to know what our calling is, because Moses had no idea, uh, even up to that point, what his calling was and what uh, impact he would make for 
for God's people. I want to um, give the title of the show and uh, give the dialogue that brought this title. The title of the show is Alice in Wonderland and Baby Boomers. So here's the piece out of that book. Alice says, would you tell me, please? She's talking to the Cheshire cat. Can you picture him up in the tree? With Absolutely. That, with that Big old grin. smile. Yes. Would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? And the cat says, that depends a good deal on where you want to get to. And Alice says, I don't much care where. Then the cat says, then it doesn't matter which way you go. And then Alice says, so long as I get somewhere, Alice added as an explanation. And then the cat says, oh, you're sure to do that if you only walk long enough. So the point there is that if we don't know our calling, if we don't know where God wants to take us, it doesn't matter what path we take. It doesn't matter what we do or what we have or where we go or who we know or how we handle life. But Alice in Wonderland and the Baby Boomers, we want to fulfill our vision for this show, which is to help thriving baby boomers find and fulfill their calling. And as a reminder to our listeners, we deal with five core topics And we're going to get right over to our guest here in just a moment. But let me remind you of the topics. Five of them. Number one is home and family. Number two is health and wellness. Number three is budget and finances. Number four is heart and soul. And number five is work and purpose. And today, I think uh, it could fall into a couple different categories, this topic and our guest for today. But I'm going to say that it falls into the area of work and purpose because purpose and calling and all that sort of fits together. So again, the show for today is titled Alice in Wonderland and Baby Boomers. Our special guest in studio today is Ty Dye. And I'm not sure how to introduce you, Ty, except I have a few things on my list here, and we can explore that a little bit. Uh, Your business name is Unlock Limits, right? And you are a speaker, business and life coach, successful business owner, workshop facilitator, and then I just put et cetera. So, <laughs> that sounds like a great title. Work. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And Ty and I met through um, the Christian Chamber of Commerce and have kind of uh, intersected along the way for the last um, year or so. And so, Ty, I want to thank you for coming today. Welcome to Second Half Now. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really honored to be here. It's good because, you know, we've talked about, I mean, we could go on and on. We could talk for hours about this subject. And, and we have. And we have. <laughs> yes, that's right. We have. So, uh, gosh, let's get right into it. Uh, talk about uh, Alice in Wonderland and the Cheshire Cat. Let's find out. Let's talk about what it means to actually find your calling and, uh, and work at fulfilling it. Uh, just as an intro, though, and we're going to talk about Ty's, uh, I guess we can call them credentials or his background or his experience. What qualifies him to not only speak about it, but to do training workshops and all kinds of communication on this subject. But um, I come at this subject um, from the heart of a pastor. So after having pastored a few church and lots of people, I see some people that kind of have a clear idea of where they're going, what their calling is. Those people tend to be robust and thriving and happy They tend to be active and engaged and uh, just really, really working at what it is that they're called to do. And they seem to be very fulfilled. On the other hand, a lot of the people in my churches have not been, I'll just say, not so much. They either uh, don't have any idea or they just kind of live in life. They get up and do it a day at a time and get up the next day and do the same old, same old. And they get to be our age, 50 or 55 or 60 or 65 or whatever, and they kind of look around, they say, gosh, I don't know if the, what I was supposed to be doing, you know, is it too late? And I want to say, 
it's not too late. It's never too late. So that's the the lens that I use uh, from a from the perspective of a pastor with people kind of looking at what life is all about and the meaning and purpose. So Denise, you have you're a doctor of psychology, a lot of training, a lot of education, a lot of experience with clients and all kinds of things. How do you come about this? this topic of finding and fulfilling your calling? Well, you know, it, it's interesting because, in a sense, my own calling has been unfolding over the years in that exact arena. And where it really started was being a teacher of biology. I was a science teacher, and I taught seventh graders. And what I really found change within me was uh, a shift in my desire to teach them the wonders of photosynthesis, which, mind you, is really quite wonderful. God's amazing in designing that system. But what really started grabbing hold of me is the desire to help young people stay on the right track. So even way back then, it really, and I say way back then, it's been a good 25, 30 years, it really was about helping people stay away from the things that would pull them off track. And now, much more since becoming a Christian myself and and understanding how God works with me and has been step-by-step, my focus has shifted to helping people stay on track in order to find God's calling for their life right now. Because my view is right. that he, cha- it, he as, as we talk about this, we all can acknowledge that where we started is not where we are now. And so it's a step-by-step process, and that's where I find great hope. I have no idea where it's all going to end up, but I know he's never done with me. And that's, I think the word journey comes back because and maybe we're on a pathway. Maybe we're like Alice. We get to a fork in the road or we get to an intersection and we say, you know, God, what, which way shall I go? And uh, then it comes back to calling. And you said something that prompted, we're going to let Ty get a word in edgewise here in just a minute. This subject is so core to what we do that I've determined and have been here for a while that the calling of my life is to help other people find exactly and fulfill right. their calling. That's exactly why we do this right. radio show, you by know the way. It. That's why we like each other, I think, too, although you're just a nice guy anyway. Anyway, but oh, yeah. It's, an immediate, it's been an immediate uh, connection there, right. and it really does undergird the, sh- undergird the show, which is why we love the guests that uh, we yeah, have. Yeah, we could talk about this subject for a long time. But speaking of nice guys... Uh, Ty, tell us about how the lens that you use coming to this subject of finding and fulfilling your calling and being kind of at that that fork in the road with Alice and the cat. Like Dr. Nini said, the reason I'm here is because you're a nice guy. (laughs) But but what's interesting is we really all three come from completely different perspectives. I come from the entrepreneur perspective. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've, I've built many different companies and different things. And everything I've done has been in the business world. My whole life, somebody's told me that I, I need to be, be a pastor. You, you love to speak in front of people. You should be a pastor. I never felt I was called to be a mm-hmm. pastor. Right. I love business. And so what happened with me was I uh, sold my, my last business three and a half years ago, and I was trying to decide what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. And I, I took a time of reflecting and really thought about what are the things that have led to the success I've had through my careers? And I realized it's my love for people and developing people. Mm-hmm. And I decided, why don't I just do that the rest of my life? Yeah, This, this is the most in- enjoyable thing. It doesn't matter what business right. I'm in. It's I love developing people. Yeah. 
And at the time, um, my mentor, John Maxwell, had started a coaching and speaking program. And so I immediately knew that that was a perfect fit for me. Right. I called up my wife and I said, John Maxwell has a coaching program. I'm going to become a professional coach. And she said, you are made for this. You need to do that. Oh, wow. Isn't that Instant great? affirmation. And so the next day I started my career. <laughs> uh, all right. And the one who knows you best. Absolutely. That. Yeah. Excellent. So, and how long have you been doing that with Maxwell? Uh, three and a half years full, okay. full-time, and I started full-time from day one. Okay, and John Maxwell is internationally known as, I would say, one of the preeminent um, leaders and speakers and coaches and motivators and facilitators. I mean, he's awesome. I remember listening to his tapes probably 30 years ago. Yeah, he was just named the number one leadership expert in the world by American Management Association Isn't and Inc. Right? Magazine. Yeah, so having you're having an association with him and his coaching program puts a big badge of affirmation and approval on you. And so I want to say to our to our listeners, uh, whatever you hear today, there's more. And uh, and uh, you know I can vouch for Ty because all the community uh, that we're involved with and the people that know him uh, speak well of him. And um, so I'll just put that out there. So let's uh, get into the subject. I appreciate that. You know, in fact, it's it's good to know when you're pursuing. Uh, finding and fulfilling your calling, it's good to know what it isn't. So when people were saying, oh, you ought to be a pastor, and you said you never felt called to do that or a calling, it's good to know what you're not called to do. So put that aside and and, and, and get to that fork in the road and say, that, nope, not, not that one. Yeah, that's I, absolutely one of the keys is what not to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, I see in your, uh, your workshop manual here, um, very much in the front, is our theme verse for our show, which is Ephesians 2.10. We've got uh, verse 8 to 9 in Ephesians chapter 2, where Paul has this absolutely wonderful um, salvation by grace through faith declaration. And that was really the hallmark of the Reformation almost 500 years ago now, where Martin Luther read that and he said, no, wait a minute. So it's not by penance. It's not by works. It's not by justification of what I am or what I do, but it's by grace through faith. And then he closes that section, St. Paul does, with uh, verse 10 that says, For we are his workmanship, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So that's a wonderful message. So why don't you jump into that one and unpack that one a little bit for us? I could spend the entire day on that I one. I, I love that one. And, and um, I actually ended up um, co-writing a, a program called Calling Clarity for that very reason. Calling Clarity. Okay. And really, um, when you get into the, this verse, what you begin to see is there is a purpose. There is a calling upon our life. And it was really clear that before you were even born, before you were created, knit together in your mother's womb, God had a plan. Right. God had a calling Right. for works. In fact, he created me for that calling. Yeah, and and the yeah. key key part is it's for works. Yeah, work to do. Right. Not mm-hmm. not, not just to be pretty, but right. there's actually work design yeah. in the calling. Not just to be a nice guy. And it's really interesting when we begin to to look at the word calling. We actually understand that they come from the same Latin word as work. They actually mm-hmm. come from vox, vocation is the Latin word of call. So you were created for a vocation. You were created to work. I have to add in there too is my understanding of that too is is mixed into the definition of that word is voice. Absolutely. Is the voice of the Lord calling mm-hmm. you to work. The, the same reward is vox which is vocal. Mm-hmm. It all comes yeah. from the same place. Yeah. It's very right. interesting. And let's uh unwrap that uh, the word work a little bit. Sometimes you know we think of factory or the oil fields or the farm or whatever but work in a generic sense kind of help us understand that. 
Well, that, that's one we could, could spend a good time on also. Um, what's really interesting when you begin to understand and study the word work, right? and you look at the Hebrew, we actually find that the Hebrew word for work is the exact same word used for worship, which is abadah. Right. Mm-hmm. Work and worship are meant to be the same thing. So that actually means the same work in the field, the same work in the mine, is the same word as worshiping the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm. Wow. Wow. What happens right. if we approach work as worship? Yeah. I think we have mm. a little bit of an answer to that from Brother Lawrence, the monk. No, he wasn't a monk. We think he's a monk, but actually he wrote that whole book about pr- the presence of God. Yeah. But he was a cook. Right. So all that time that the Lord just filled him with this deep knowledge of him was while he was cooking food for all the monks. Right. Practicing His Presence, I think, is the name of the book, or short book. book. Yeah. So I want to ask another question about work and worship, and we're going to get an answer from you, Ty, right after the break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 247 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, And we're back. We're here in studio talking with Ty Dye with Unlock Limits and several other hats. And we just want to give a big thank you to those who 
partner with us in this mission and in this ministry. You heard uh, three of our uh, favorite sponsors, and we have other favorite sponsors too that we didn't mm-hmm. hear uh, the radio ads for them. They are Safe Money Solu- your Safe Money Solutions, Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial, Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors, Dream Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, Next Phase Coaching, and Beaverton Family Chiropractic with Dr. Dan Miller. So we're going to get right back into the subject here. And Ty, uh, before we went to break, I was going to ask you another question about work and worship. And I think uh, what happens is we have these very narrow understandings of these words. So work is what we do, you know, Monday to Friday, you know, our normal, typical work person schedule. And worship is what we do in church for that hour or so on Sunday. And you were saying that we are deliberately taught to keep those separate or to have those narrow understandings. But what we want to do is say what your work is, your worship and vice versa. And we honor God and serve him by what we do. So get into that a little bit more for us. When when we look at work and worship and how closely they're intertwined, Abadah is the Hebrew word. It's the exact same word. And yet in our world, we're actually taught that you you go to worship on Sunday and the rest of the week you do the rest of your work. Right. And and you create this dichotomy and the dichotomy really just breaks people down inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really the depth of that becomes when we look at the word calling. See, th- there's been, been something put in, into our culture where we believe you're called if you're called to be a pastor. You're right. called to be a pastor, Dan. And, and so you have a calling. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of the people in the pew, and I don't have that calling, or I got a lesser calling. Mm-hmm. And that's really something that's destructive when we, right. we create that false thing. Right. But when we really start to understand what calling is and recognize that God created us with a purpose, God created us with a plan for us to walk out in works, and those works were to be worship unto him, mm. then, then my call in the business world is every bit as sacred as your call to the pulpit. Absolutely. And so it isn't, is, is there a sacred call and a, a secular call? My call, is, it, it might be in the secular world, but it's a sacred call right. to serve people in the business world to point them to God. Right. Exactly. And, Thank you for bringing that up. And I want our listeners to be thinking about what it is that you do, what you call work. Do you go to an office or a factory or, you know, a, a, a retail outlet or something? What do you do that you call work? And start thinking about the broader definition that Ty is talking about, that work and worship really are. Because when you, go to, when you go to what you call work, that is your ongoing manifestation of God's presence in your life. And with that, uh, that um, opportunity to help other people have a peek into that life of yours and to point them to a living and loving God who has already paid the price for your eternal life. And that's when work becomes different. We have talked to Lee Sellers here in studio and other settings too. And he's, he's big on this. He's, uh, he can go on and on just like you can, Ty. So let's, um, let's uh, get a couple of more uh, pieces in before we have to uh, switch over to part two. So wh- what do you think about, do you want to talk about this uh, Barna study? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do that. I, I came across this study from the Barna group and it said three quarters of the U.S. adults say they're, they're looking for a way to live a more meaningful life. Hmm. People want to have a purpose, right? Not, not, not just church people, all people want to have a purpose. Right. Absolutely. And 75% of the people surveyed said they're looking for a more meaningful life. And that's 75% of of all people, random yeah. sample of people, not churchgoers specifically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that really becomes, what is that driving force? What makes us think that there's supposed to be more? There's got to be more to life mm-hmm. than this. 
Right. Where does that question come from inside? That's a powerful question. Right. Sure is. Right. And as it goes on, it says only 20% of churchgoers believe they know what God wants them to do. One in five people in church today wow. believe they know what their 20%. calling is. There's a lot of work not getting done. There really is. Yeah. We got to energize those pastors. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- that's really been my driving force. Mm-hmm. Right. Is I got excited about helping people find their destiny in Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I found out that there's actually a place for it outside the church. Yeah. It's every place that there's people. Right. <laughs> because right. it says in Ephesians 2.10 that you were created for work. Right. Mm-hmm. And as, as we take it farther and study it more in Jeremiah 1.5, it says, before I knit you together in your mother's womb, I knew you. Yeah. So nothing that is in us is by accident. Right. Exactly. So I want to uh, quickly turn over to Ty. You have a uh, uh, an event, a workshop that you do, and we're just beginning, you and I, just beginning to talk about co-sponsoring or co-hosting that. And what's the name of it again? Calling Clarity. Okay, Calling Clarity. And so I would imagine with that title that you help people kind of understand the whole concept of calling, and by the time they're done with the workshop, would they have a better idea of what their calling is? It's actually a two-part workshop. Okay. So the first part is Calling Clarity, understanding okay. that you are created and called to a specific person. Okay, good. The second part of the workshop is called Destiny by Design. God created you with a design. Right. And when you understand how you're created and God's fingerprint on you, that I did knit you together in your mother's womb bef- right. before you were born, there, there was a plan, there were things planted in you. When you can recognize God's fingerprint on your life, you can actually see the design of your destiny. Right. DNA. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. And so, um, and that's going to be part two. We're going to cover uh, more about that destiny by design and what, how, how it is that we can uncover that and have steps forward. I want to uh, let our audience know that um, we have some other great shows coming up, and I just can't help but smile because it, there's so many good ones. We're going to have Dennis Catmullen here with uh, American School of Success. If anybody in your family did not finish high school and now struggling because they can't get a job and can't get a student loan or any of that, uh, that's coming up, and, and we'll have him in the studio. Also, Larry Swayze from Skyview Horse Ranch, helping kids and youth find their way. And then also, I just set it up with uh, brain coach Brad. He has a new book out called The Unworried Brain, Achieve More, Stress Less, and Turn Worry into Action with Practical Brain Science. I like all That's that going to be great. You know, he yeah. was here when he was writing the book, so we'll have a chance to see how he's doing after exactly, all of yeah. that. Yeah, good point. So we're in studio today talking with Ty Dye on the subject of Alice in Wonderland and the Baby Boomers, how to uh, the whole concept of work and worship and finding and fulfilling your purpose. And uh, we're going to continue on part two. Uh, so you got to go to our website at secondhalfnow.com and find part two. And uh, both parts will be there. So you can hear it as one continuous program. So, But if you've heard this on the radio, you got to get to your device, whether it's a laptop or a desktop or a smartphone or a tablet or what else could there be? Any, uh, some I'm special saying watches these days are <laughs> yeah, coming out. Right, right. If so you can read that small. Yeah, right. We want to invite you to tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. right here on this radio station, KKPZ 1330. And then, of course, 24-7 around the world and around the clock, available at secondhalfnow.com. If you have questions uh, about Ty and about his workshop, uh, we want to... Uh, keep you informed about that. Just go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and uh, turn in a uh, contact form. We'll get back in touch with you and give you all the information you need. 
So let's do this, uh, Ty. We'll bridge over to part two, and we're going to talk about Alice in Wonderland and Baby Boomers. Let's continue our conversation with Ty Dye on part two, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.